Welcome to the Boston's Big Four podcast. New news about music and sports every week, sometimes. All right, we're back. Episode 68 of Boston's Big Podcast. We have a very special guest in the building. Glasshouse is with us. Quincy's own. What's up, you guys? Welcome aboard. Glasshouse, formerly King Cade. Be here. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. So that's the first thing I want to get into, actually, the name. So why the name change? You, you changed it a few months ago, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, there were a lot of reasons. I'll keep it simple, though. I mean, my like what the mu- type of music I make just really didn't correlate with the name I had before. So I think... Now, like with Glasshouse, it's like my music's pretty fragile. I'm a fragile person. I write about like this is how I get like emotions out and stuff. So Glasshouse, like it's a fragile house. You throw a rock at a Glasshouse, it shatters, you know? So it's kind of like yeah. a, a play on words too, just like type of person I am. So it just fits better. It feels better. And obviously things are just working out a little bit better than uh, before. So I guess in that same Pardon. vein um, – it would I'd be remiss if I didn't mention right away you are involved uh, to be honest I, I actually need some detail on this and especially I don't know if everyone listening knows uh, you're involved in some way with Pharrell is there uh, how exactly did that come about and and where did that project start had you already been working on it or did you kind of start when you uh, got involved um, no so what had happened was my managers pitched a record well we put a re- my first record out games Um, My managers pitched it all over the place and it just kind of fell in the right hands and um, it got picked for Pharrell's compilation. Uh, It's called I Am Other Volume One and it's a uh, basically a compilation of 10 emerging artists that Pharrell and SoundCloud curated and um, yeah we just happen to be on there so it's just a W you know one of many. To give, awesome. you guys, like, to give you guys like an even deeper look behind the curtain, like pretty much there's like over 25,000 songs submitted. Like Pharrell didn't probably, wow. he probably didn't listen to every single song, but he probably yeah. had a team that got it down to about a hundred. And then over a weekend, he probably listened to all of them. And like, there, were, yeah. there were people already that were kind of rooting for Glasshouse's song to get picked because me and my partner, Mike, like we had sent it to so many people before Glasshouse was even launched. But we were just like, yo, this is the guy, this is the guy. Hmm. And uh, so people were kind of rooting for that song. And then it boiled down to about 100. And then Pharrell kind of like serendipitously chose that one. And it was supposed to be the lead single. And wow. then everything going on in the world, you know, the rollout was just condensed into like a 24-hour thing. They kind of announced it and then dropped it. And it was just one of the 10 tracks. But originally like Pharrell handpicked this one and was like this is the one everyone else was like oh shit like wow this is that guy that they said was going to be the one and Pharrell just handpicked it so when we found that out we were like holy shit it kind of hey either way though like happy to be on that it whether we're the single or not like 10 songs that Pharrell absolutely on that's it so you know that's a good resume out of out of Thousands of submissions. How many yeah, submissions we, we you said? Yeah, we got the Pharrell co-sign now. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's big. Not a lot of people can say that. That's incredible. So uh, you you also dropped an EP with Donald Grunge this year, right? Yes, sir. Vacant. Vacant EP. Yeah, how'd that come together? 
How'd you guys link I up? Grunge, like probably a year and a half ago in LA. And uh, we just been really good homies ever since just been cooking up. Like whenever we link up, we're in, in a studio. It's not, it's, I mean, we like hang out and go to dinner and shit on the like occasion, but mainly when we're linking up, we're like just cooking. So we just had a lot of songs put together and we decided it was time and it just like worked out um, with our rollouts. It kind of fit in the mold of me, like, just starting out with glass house and whatever and yeah it just yeah. fell into play but that's how yeah that absolutely how'd you guys like that project it's a dope project i was just gonna say i was i was bumping yeah. it today it's a it's a great project brand new is my shit and yeah, i have to say song. even yeah. before that so we i'm sure you you may have heard we've we've had nasty on the pod uh and i oh, okay so the first time i've seen you perform live was with him uh last september i think you guys were together opening for the public oh, squares oh, okay yeah. cool and I, to be honest, I, that was where I learned who you were. And I, um, I remember just on, without any prompting, I was like, this kid's got a great voice. And that was when like, I then learned that you had tracks with nasty. And then I just found you all together as a separate artist, which is, I mean, fantastic. So I love hearing that in, in new, uh, like you didn't, I guess, change your sound like too drastically yeah, I mean, so on the next project. It still sounds great. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the new songs are definitely more like, leaning towards my uh I was in a band before I made hip-hop music and it's kind of been like a forever battle of me trying to blend and mesh these sounds together so like this no. single that drops Friday is a lot of guitars in it um it's super super dope I I like I don't really know how to put it into words but it's definitely like rock with hip-hop combined so the sound yeah, talk to us about talk to us about making that song in the process um, all right. So that song, actually, my buddy Jake Mitchell from Quincy uh, produced and we just go back and forth on FaceTime, um, yeah. just kind of putting the beats together or whatever. And I just sit in my studio and I'll, I'll sit here for like 15 hours straight and just finish the record. You know what I mean? Like, then it's a probably like three weeks of me just yeah. mixing it down to like 50 different mixes and i'm never happy with any and then my manager has to go bro this is the one like stop because it's yeah. like broken and he'll just, yeah, he'll just 87 like <laughs> man I, I just like yeah it all it all every all these songs really just come together like that facetime or whatever the uh situation may be or i'll just be sitting here i'll come up with a guitar riff and send it over and like something will happen that way but but yeah, that process was definitely just a, a beat sent to me and then FaceTime calls back and forth to uh, put it together. But I love the sound of this one. This is one of my uh, favorite songs I've made, for sure. That comes out next Friday, oh. Broken and Lost. So I'll get to peep that. For sure. Definitely looking actually, forward to that. Friday, this Friday, 17th. This Friday. Okay. And do you prefer, um, I guess like, so we kind of said this off air, but these days, uh, like, especially our generation, we're used to doing things virtually. And like you, especially with email Dropbox, you can send files back and forth. You can do a whole project and never see each other face to face. Yeah. Do you find it easier to kind of work in your own bag and then send people things and get, yeah, I love being you? alone. Okay. I'm this an kid lives in a hyperbolic time chamber. Oh, <laughs> yeah, fantastic. I, dude, less people, the better for me. I, I mean, but if like, I feel that I feel producing that. coming over, like I'll for sure, like be down to have them come through and cook up. But, I mean, dude, I'd be like, I make love to the microphone, so I don't want anyone to see that. <laughs> I got I to gotta try things. That's a great way to put things, it. Things, man, and like, I don't want, like, 
if I'm screaming or trying some crazy shit like that, I, I, and I'm not comfortable with it myself, like I don't want yeah. to be there. Like what that the makes a lot of doing, sense. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Just listen to your music. I'm sure you, I'm. Yeah, just listen to your music. It seems like you do experiment with a lot of different sounds and stuff. And I'm sure you yeah, know that that process is not always always pretty. You know, it's no, you're, you're it's trying things. It's trial and error. So I'm sure it's much more comfortable, you know, being by yourself for that. This for that whole process. career is trial and error. Uh, well, exactly. Yeah. When you start something like this. Like this, been ten years of trial and error. And um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, like the thing that just happened with Pharrell is just the. I, I'll mark it up as the first milestone. I mean, I'm sure there's been many that I could say happen, but this is like, this is a beginning and like, this is the first step up the like big ladder and like, you know what I mean? But right. man, there were so many things that went into this. Like, yeah, it's, a, it's like skill, it's luck, circumstance, it all like kind of lines up at once. Yeah, bro. It's, it's weird, but it's, it's all because I just didn't stop. Like, yeah. I yeah, said, it's all it's all due to hard work. It Absolutely. wasn't like five I did it and like three I didn't and two I came back. Like it's been ten years of this, like nonstop every day, like trying to get on interviews, trying to do this shit. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and then Peter, my manager, hopped into my life like fucking year and a half ago too. And but this, yeah, this shit Peter didn't, didn't just happen when I stepped in. Like we've been working and then it was like a mental shift for the both of us, honestly. Like in August, maybe. Like something just kind of switched and with him creatively and with me, like mentally, and uh, a lot of it's like manifestation. Yeah. And a lot of it's sure. just like, I don't know. I feel like people can pick up the energy when you really mean it, and when you're putting your all behind your craft, whether it's your podcast or your music career or your sport, and people can really tell through social media, not just on some bullshit like what are you doing today? Like hashtag fucking YOLO. No, like you really see someone perfecting their craft, uh, craft like putting money yeah. down, like shooting videos. Like you want to get behind that person. And I think that's the big thing that's changed for, for Glass and like his fan base is like people seeing how fucking serious he's taking it and also right. like how good the music is. And you put those yeah, man, when, once you Once you get on a consistent schedule or releasing and doing stuff like that, I mean – people just see like this is my life every day you know what i mean like i i do this shit for real and like that's like it's dope to me i'm still like holy shit like i really do this stuff you know what i mean like i really make music for a living but like yeah just turned into a lifestyle at this point so now it's just like being consistent with content and posting all the time and that's how you that's how you just pick up that momentum and people are like right. waiting for the next post. Cause it's just, it just keeps coming, gets better and better. Cause when you're, when you stay super consistent, you always grow no matter what it is. Like could be like he said, everyday life, like going to the gym and shit, like you stay consistent every day, whether you do it like all out one day and then don't do shit the next day, but you still go like you're going to grow. Right. Either way. If you show up every day and, and put in work, We've, yeah. we've had the good things advice. good things will happen you're gonna good learn things, things. you're gonna you're gonna make mistakes you're gonna learn from mistakes you're gonna you know good things will happen yeah just gotta big, keep putting in the work believer in consistency <laughs> so that kind of uh prompts me to ask uh, like as far as uh like trial and error and uh working through like those strategies of of posting like at certain times like you know people come to expect a post or like you know something's coming up and they want updates on that um, and this question, I guess, is more directed at you, uh, Peter. Do you guys like kind of discuss 
um, marketing strategies like that? Like, I don't really know um, how far the role of like management goes and like where that separates from, from the artist, you know? Listen, everyone, every artist manager relationship is different. And like, it's like a coaching, it's like a coach athlete relationship. So like how it pertains to marketing, like I'm very hands-on with everything. Um, that's like my style. And also like, that's kind of what like glass has needed at certain points in his career. And for me, my job gets easier every week because he bosses up more and more each week. Like he's taking more initiative and also like he's understanding the game and his fan base and social media um, more and more every day. But in terms of like, if your question was about like how to properly do it, like I think it's different for everybody, but a lot of people think there's a lot of like smoke and mirrors and like crazy secret hacks to growing. Like there's no, there's no secret. It's just about consistently putting out good content that people want to share. Like that's pretty much it. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And that's something I feel like we even have to, deal with it on the podcast like should we put oh, on this episode yeah. or like it's you something know. everybody's got to deal with whatever brand you're trying to push these days that's that's how you got to do it just consistency and keeping people's attention don't let them forget about you you know exactly yeah i would also say like quality like quality and Qual- quality. well quality is key if you don't yeah. have quality then you're you're screwed yeah I think <laughs> you know, it's about finding a healthy but yeah that's that's between. important yeah, just a healthy balance between both of those things, quality and quantity. You don't want to put out so little content and make everything, you know, so perfected it takes months to prepare. Like you want to find a healthy medium right. where you can put things out that people actually want to share and, and you're doing right. it consistent enough to stay on people's minds. Yeah, also with music, the less you think about it, the more people rock with it. So it's it's better to not take nine months on one song. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, music that I I just feel like it's just too much, like it's too perfect. That's on the radio where it's like I like that raw, like real music that I know like someone made themselves and didn't have forty other people like structuring for them. You know I feel I mean? that. I, yeah. Don't get me wrong, the music's incredible and stuff, but that's like that's like big budget, like stuff like that. So. Yeah, you can right. tell when something's overproduced. Like it, it can be catchy and sound great, um, but if you can tell, it's been like polished, yeah, and polished, and polished can, again. Everyone can tell. Everyone wants real. Mm. Like at the end of the day, you want to see someone sit down mm-hmm. with a guitar, play the song by a campfire, and sing it, and not like there's some records out that are incredible, but like there's no way you could like actually mm-hmm. do it in real life. So mm. <laughs> I, oh, it's funny because like when I was growing up, getting into music, like certain bands i'm like i can hear the guitar there's a bass there's drums and there's a singer and then like you'd hear something by like a modern day artist and i'm like what is that boop like in the background like what are those whooshes how are they making that sound and then that was when i learned about like more like computerized producing and stuff so it does get um it gets pretty crazy and you can do a ton with that too no it gets so you could could literally make a live band with a computer yeah, yeah absolutely like all real drums real guitars everything with just all you need is a computer a computer and pro tools or whatever your uh mm-hmm. daw setup would be but you can do anything with a computer so do you find yourself uh like making actually do you, do you like uh make any of your own beats or anything like producing at home 
Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm super hands-on with everything I do. So, um, like, like I said, the guitars and stuff on most of my records are me. And if not, like, I'm telling homie what, like, chord progression I want for the bass pattern. I'll sit there with him and, like, play it out on the piano. Um, but I, I personally, like, don't sit down and, like, just make beats. That's not me. It's, it's more like I always have a producer here working with me or I'm working on a mix of a song that I made with a producer. But um, yeah, yeah, that's a great combination. It's, really never been an issue. it's never been an issue for me to get a producer in the room either, which is mm-hmm. like a thing I'm very fortunate of because like, I mean, you need beats to grow. You know what I mean? You need music and things created so you can keep writing on new things. Absolutely. Like, but. And it helps that you have ability to play instruments because uh, yeah. I mean, just like having that understanding of like the structure of notes and, and where to put the next one and like scales and things like that. I feel like uh, a lot of artists vibe that out, but having like, like, I think they say like the Beatles could never read music, but like it's, they understood it. And then like to, yeah, it's to something able- you're born with. It's, yeah. it's like, it's, it's just the ear, you know what I mean? Like when you, yep when you are making music and you just feel the next chords coming, there's something different about that. Like I literally feel it. Like, I don't know. You know what I mean? There's definitely, and we've actually said this, this has come up a few times, like whether it's raps or, or music, like there's a flow, like you can kind of get into and you just know what's coming next. And like Mm -hmm. flow is obviously cliche and in hip hop, we talk flow and stuff all the time, but it's, it's more than the rhythm of your beat. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. So I thought a cool way to end the interview would be maybe like Glasshouse can play some unreleased shit, or maybe like yeah. a snippet That'd be of awesome. the song on Friday. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for joining us. I mean, this is gonna be it's gonna be good stuff coming forward. We, we have a lot to expect. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you guys. What can uh, what what can your fans expect moving forward? Glasshouse, what's where are you heading? More content, consistency. Consistency. That's what it's all about. Coming. I got a new song Friday, um, July 17th. Yeah. Right. Is it July? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, July 17th. Sorry, I have like a lot of shit going on. Um, all good. Yeah, there's videos coming. There's full-length projects coming. I don't want to say too much, but there's a lot yep. of music coming. So expect a lot. Just stay tuned. Glasshouse with a V, not an A. Yep. Glasshouse with a V at Glasshouse. Follow me everywhere. Word. Keep this track. Thank you for joining us. Hey, Thanks, I appreciate guys. you guys. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. Thank you guys for coming on. All right, boys. Appreciate it. All right. <laughs> Have a good one.